Welcome everyone to the Carp Geezer podcast, talking all things carp fishing, with some special guests along the way. Enjoy everyone. Good afternoon, Rob. How are you, pal? Good afternoon, Pete. I'm very well, mate. You? Yeah, really, really good, mate. Really good, actually. What sort good of week stuff. have you had? Um, Cold. That's all I can say, really. I've not done much this week. It's been cold out there, isn't it? It's been, so it's everything's been, frozen. It's been so proper frozen, hasn't it? It's like minus three, I think it was. Yeah, we've we've got sort of minus six here, so just a little bit colder. I wouldn't have thought it'd be that cold over in France. Yeah, it's cold. It's actually really cold, mate. Hmm. You're closer to the sun than what we are, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it's, it's in Paris as well. It's normally a lot warmer, but at the moment it's bloody freezing. Well, the weather next week can only be better, but we're going to be talking about that anyway. Hope so, so, yeah. yeah. Hello, everyone. This is episode four of the Carp Geezer podcast. Welcome, everyone. I hope everyone is well. My name is Pete. I am your co-host along with uh, my good pal, Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello, Pete. Thanks for calling me Rob and not I Robert. I was, I was very close. Yeah, you was, weren't you? I was very close. I'm not, I'm not, I can't keep on winding you up about that. So I won't, I won't continue. So, but yeah, so you're all good then. You've had a good week, apart from it being cold and not a lot going on. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's been a lot. There has been a lot going on in the last well, like five days, hasn't there? Yeah. Well, it's, for you guys, yeah, it's been, it's been no fishing for me. Just don't see the point. I can't believe it's no. the first time in a while after that little comment that you put up saying, Pete, do you actually go fishing? And a certain person that we've just been talking about actually laughed at it. Um, do you remember that? Or you got amnesia this week? Yeah. No, I can remember that. Yeah, so I've gone <laughs> yeah. fishing more than you have in the last five well, days. In the last five days you have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to change next week because obviously I've booked on for this Tuesday coming and uh, the following Friday. So next week, Tuesday and Friday, I will be on the bank. At a certain yeah, venue will. that I fished at last week, which I've been banned by yourself for mentioning it anymore. Exactly that, uh, yep. and I won't mention it. So just uh, if you, if everyone, if you wanna, if you have listened to previous podcasts, you will get that little joke. Um, I've mentioned, was it on two podcasts now, Rob? The same lake. Um, I think you've, I think you've mentioned it on every podcast. Oh, behave! It's not every podcast, mate. It's not everyone. <laughs> But yeah, that's funny. So I'm not I'm not going to mention the name of it anymore. But I'm fishing the same place Tuesday and Friday of next week, which I'm absolutely buzzing about. But we will get into this. So first, if I may, Rob, Go I want to say congratulations to a certain person that we know. Yep. Who done his PB last week um, at the same venue that I'm going back to, and um, where he uh, it's Barry. And we're going to get him on this podcast. We've we've said that for the last couple of weeks now. I know he's up for it. Um, and he uh, had a forty-seven-two common, which was yep. a absolutely lovely fish. If people want to see this fish, to go please go onto the Carp Geezer Facebook page, and there is pictures of it up there and a little bit about his catch. So there's it's a bit of a lovely story this because Barry doesn't get out. Um, as often as he would like maybe like a bit of like a, a lot of us really um you know everyone's different and family life is different and uh, i know he doesn't go nowhere near as much as what he wants but he um he was fishing there down the day and he was he was sort of like next to me a little bit in the swim and and he was uh he was fishing halfway 
throughout the lake. You know the lake very well that we fish, Rob, anyway, don't you? Um, so he was fishing between the two islands. Uh, do you know what, yeah. Rob? I'm just going to say it. it's Elphick. So I've just said it. Oh, I've just said why? it. Come on. It was North Lake. I should have just said it was North Lake. So he was down North Lake. All right, that's it. I'm not going to mention it no more. That's I just it. want to say I, I don't really know the lake well, to be fair. Okay, no. You said that. You said that before. Yeah. But maybe you will. I'm going to turn you. No, you when won't. You come Definitely yeah, won't. I will. I will. I will. We're going to have a day down there. So when you come back over that little bit of 20-mile gap of water that parts us right now. Okay. We're going to go down there for the day. So you need to bring your gear with you. Anyway. So we went down there nice and early. It stays only fishing at the moment, as we know. Um... So we got down there at stupid o'clock. Um, we was the first one on the gate, um, which was really, really decent. So anyway, fast forward, we got um, all set up. Barry was halfway between the two islands. And about one o'clock, his rod screamed off. I didn't know at the time. And he whistled over to me and he had this fish. Anyway, went over with the net. I, I kick myself now because I was doing filming all day. I've actually started to make a bit of a, a video about um, my fishing trip down there on that day. But what with Barry's fish and then me suddenly concentrating a lot more and trying to catch one, I didn't do any more filming that day. But I'm going back there next week and I can do some more filming and carry it on. But um, it was a fight that was unbelievable, Rob. I was standing there. I was like, are you going to get this in? But he was he was shaking a lot. Obviously, he wanted to get this fish in. He hasn't had a fish for a while and he's desperate to get this in. And probably I didn't help by... I asked him what his PB was at the time when I knew it, what it was. And I said, oh, it's bigger than that before he got the fish in. So I'm, I'm a carp fisherman's nightmare when they've got a fish on and I'm standing in front of them, to be fair. Um, but I was just excited for him. So um, he... Uh, well, it's a good buzz, isn't it? It's a good buzz, um, when, especially, when, especially when your mate's landing a, a PB as well and you know it, it's, it's a it's a puck of buzz. I, I knew it was bigger than his PB. I've seen... Mm. I've seen like, it's, all I seem to be doing at the moment in the last sort of like five sessions that I've gone to with uh, friends is being, land, gilly. is being the gilly and landing yeah. other people's PBs. It's just, but do you know what? In one respect, that's part of the journey, isn't it? Because I was there that's when it, he mate. caught it and I landed the fish for him. Very important job and I was part of it. But this one was that little bit more special. So Barry had an unbelievable fight. I see it was an absolute chunk. And it was proper, giving him a, a proper chase it was. Um, finally got it in the net. I nearly missed it because it like towed just at the last second. And that's probably where my back side fell out. Um, but got it in the net, got it close, and I was like, oh my God. Anyway, so we weighed the fish. I filmed it, filmed his reaction. And when he was told, it was, it was his PB, which was lovely. And then um, we filmed the release. And I completely forgot about it. He's, he had a bottle of, do you know like the miniature little whiskies that you can buy, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Is it a Glen, yeah. a Glen Fillet? Is that right? Glen yeah. Philly? Yeah, yeah. A Glen Fillet. sounded like a, yeah. a, a sort of like a, 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 a ready sort of like ready to cook haddock or something then. Um, but a Glen Fillet bottle, really, really small one. And he's had it in his bag for 10 years, ready to open it for his first... Mm. 40 pound fish um and i was there and i experienced it with him he's he's probably one of my oldest pals is uh is barry well he is he is one of my oldest pals um and i was there to experience with him it was absolutely it was absolutely lovely and i you know i'm a big enough man to admit i i felt a bit emotional for it because it was it was one of those sort of like experiences that 
you had to be there and you know how long he's wanted to get a 44 um and it was a common as well it was absolutely it was a it was a yeah. lovely fish obviously you've caught a lot of nice fish rob but this you know this one no, it was no better than any fish that you caught but it was lovely it was absolutely no, perfect any fish any fish in that size is, is a good fish it's just it's just an amazing fish isn't it it is it, it doesn't matter if you catch it your mate catches it it's an amazing fish it was and like i said to be there to um to witness it and to be part of it it was all yeah. great it was a lovely it was a lovely day it was just i was so over the moon for him and i was just absolutely gutted that i never had anything but it is it is the way it is so yes when when you come back over rob bring your gear we're gonna go fishing there end of done mm, okay i'll think about it <laughs> i'll think about it so what do you know anything that's going on no not really just um i've been i'm a little bit out of the loop the last week or so um Obviously, there's not many people fishing at the minute because it's so cold. It's been a strange week, hasn't it? I've just been talking yeah. to... So, I want to introduce everybody. Um, you may, I, I may have to get him on the podcast one day because he's insanely funny. Um, so, we, me and Rob have sort of like um, uh, partnered up. Let's say partnered up. We've, uh, we've got another guy involved in this podcast and he's doing all the editing for us. So, he's going to make us sound a hell of a lot better. His name's Nathan. And uh, we're at the new Carp Geyser HQ right now, um, which is like a, a room in his lovely big house, where it's like a bit of a recording suite. Um, you've seen it, Rob, haven't you? No. no. Didn't, I, didn't I video call you the other day? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll see you only on the video call, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nathan is going to be doing our editing. Um, the last three podcasts that we've done have been, been, I think they've been great, and they're only getting better. But the sound quality is it, there is room for making it better. Would you say, Rob? Yeah. Slight understatement. Just um, a little bit, mate. <laughs> Just a little bit. So um, we done a bit of a mock one last week. That's why it wasn't launched last week. Um, with um, the uh, techno stuff that's in this in this um, this property of Nathan's right now, and it sounded amazing. So um, this is the new one with the new the new techno that we're using uh, technology and making us sound a hell of a lot better and not so well uh, do you know what rob i'll be honest it, i don't know why obviously you're going to say why but it, i always sound really really tinny and you sound pretty decent but it's what what did you say was the reason because of that um i'm about three foot taller than you there you go i knew he was gonna that's what it something is like that. it's got nothing mm. to do with it it's got nothing to do with it. it's the fact you've got an iphone and i've got a, a, a different phone I think maybe, but yeah, I, yeah, no, I just think that's what it is, mate. It's just the quality of the the headphones that I'm wearing, just compared to yours. <laughs> I basically. can read you so well, mate. I knew you was gonna say something yeah. about height or something like that. You absolutely <laughs> shithead. So, um, in other little tiny announcements, there is a um, email address now for Carp Geezers. Which is it's very very Ooh, simple. Fire it's, it away. Yeah, carp geezer. So I'm going to spell it because I got someone, another good uh, friend of both of ours. I'm pretty sure you know him, Rob Darren. Um, big Darren. He's on the he's on the page. He was in the same uh, year as me. If you don't, I'll I'll tell you he's later. So Darren started trying to take the piss out of me, saying you spelt geezers wrong, which I have. I have spelt it wrong. 
but I spelled it. On purpose, it. though, yeah? Yeah, I've Hopefully. done it on purpose. Of course I did. So it just stuck out a little bit. So geezer. Geezers. So it's a, it's a little bit of a laugh. You know, we're not taking anything seriously. Well, we are, but we're not. So it's spelt C-A-R-P-G-E-E-Z-E-E-R. And then you've got the little go. at, the little A in the circle for at gmail.com. That is the new Carp Geezer's email address. And also, um, this is something that Nathan's drummed into me lately, uh, Rob. Exactly the same, and I don't understand why. So, the Carp Geezer's Facebook page is spelled exactly the same way. So, C-A-R-P. G E E Z E E R S, and that's a carp geezer's page on Facebook. Please um, join it um, if you want. There's uh, a growing in it, it's growing, it's growing, it's, there. it's growing. The numbers have shot up, um, what is yeah. it 20% in the last week. Yeah, I've noticed that it's gone up quite well, so which is really really good. And obviously, the um, this this podcast series has, has jumped as well. Um, a fair bit it's it's noticeably it goes down when we don't launch one so we never launched one last Thursday did we um no we didn't no. so the the little graph that you get with the uh with the technology that it gives you with this app has dropped but you know it's it's still it's still early days so yeah so after that's all done right rob i've got something i want to talk about go for it so today uh, not today uh monday just gone as you know there's a certain uh, lake that I attended because um, there was a netting program going on. Yeah. Um, and that lake would be Swan Valley Lakes, which is near Frimley. Um, is it Surrey, Rob? Is that Surrey? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is Surrey, yeah. It is Surrey, isn't it? So yeah. It is Surrey. So Swan Valley Lakes in Surrey, which is near Blackwater, Frimley area. Um, yeah. I've mentioned. Oh no, the, the, no! Hang on a minute. Doesn't that come under Hampshire? Do you know what? I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my map now. I'm pretty. It might come under Hampshire when you go that way. Does it? I think it's really close on the border, isn't it? Yeah, it's right on the border. That one. Would you say right? So anyway, it's, it's got a GU postcode. Okay. So it's still got yeah. a Guildford postcode. So technically, it should be. I'm pretty sure when you go there, it sort of goes into Hampshire. Right. Okay. But then um, I. Who am I? I mean, God knows. Well, yeah, you're in France. How can you see that far? Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but the way I went to it, so it's literally, it's between the Ember 3 and the A31. So Backshot and Frimley. It's sort of like three quarters of the way up from Backshot towards Frimley Green. It's around about that area, like Blackwater Way. That's over um, near Yateley and that, yeah? So it's Yateley Complex, basically, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's one of the ex-Yateley Complex um, waters, which uh, a guy called Paul, very nice guy, Paul, has taken it over. It was a syndicate water, now it's turned into a day ticket. So Paul wanted to re-sort um, of like advertise it with a more of a clearer a clearer picture exactly what is going on there so he's um he's got a team a company in for i think they're based in crawley this company um and they actually the guy that i spoke to who was um running this program when i went down there on monday um he actually brought another lake that i used to fish quite a lot down in crawley i don't know if you know it rob um it's called lake view you ever heard of that? Oh, place? yeah, I've seen that actually. It's down near um, the Cotform Hotel on that, isn't it? That's it. it? 
bang on. Yep, I know it. Yep, I know it. Yeah. So um, it's got like a little, uh, had like a little shop in the middle of the lake. That's the one. That, that right? used to be a tackle yeah. shop and a little calf. Okay. So yeah, I don't I've only ever looked is. at it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I fished it. I fished it one season. Um, it was the only, it was the only lake I fished. And I had a load of fish out of there. Not one over twenty pound though. I had you, but um, I was very, very close. But there was so much small stuff in there, and it wasn't really run that well. Um, I, I just thought that was more of like a match anglers lake. No, it, it was. No? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to you, it, it was a runs water. Right. Okay. But I okay. knew I was getting told that there were bigger fish in there. Um, so I wanted there's one always, of the bigger fish. There's always that story. There's though, always there? that story. There is, but yeah. I got the truth out of this guy. But anyway, that could be another conversation. So these guys, very, very professional guys. Uh, I can't for the life of me remember what they're called, but I may put it up in the uh, in the information anyway once I do get it because I've done some filming there Monday as well. Um, so we netted the um, so Swan Valley Lake, Rob, as you know, is it's like a triangle shape and it's got a massive island in the middle of it and it's it looks like it's three different lakes, but it's actually not. So if you walk over the bridge and you look left. There's some water there. So that is now going to be the new match lake and it's netted off at the other end of the island there. But the the one the one lake that they did do, which they call the main lake, which is so if you go over the wooden bridge and walk straight forward, it's that bit of water there at the end of the island. There. So the, the biggest bit of, uh, bit of water that's on the actual complex itself. So we netted that. They netted that. Um and you've seen the pictures, Rob, haven't you, of the fish? I've sent them to you. Yep, I've seen them. Um, yep. Not all of them been caught. Um, obviously, you're not going to get all of them. Um, there's still a lot of weed in the lake. Um, so when I was there and I was watching them do the netting and when they were pulling it in, there was times when you could see the nets going over the weed. So obviously, it's a gap for the fish to swim out of. So they, they were never going to get all of them unless they spend a couple of days in getting all this weed out. But there is some unbelievable fish in there. Let me tell you, there is unbelievable fish in there. Um, there was um, another, well, I say an issue um, when we was weighing the fish. There was one fish in there. I think, uh, unless I'm going to get absolutely scrutinised now, I I'm sure the fish was called Tyson. Um, and on my scales, it went fifty-one pound. Um, that seemed to cause a little bit of a stir on the day when that fish never goes 51 it's 44 45 on a good day but um the next day i went down to barry's actually barry we've just been talking about who had the fish and he's got some weightlifting weights in his in his garage um you know they're all marked they're never going to be absolutely spot on are they rob so you know right. these weights um and we put them in the waist sling we zeroed the waist sling up and put them on and they were my scales was half a pound out okay so yeah, but did didn't that fish get weighed at forty eight anyway? But then there was day? another set of scales that turned up, and I think it was forty. It was between forty six and forty eight on this other guy's scales. But do you know what? Because it seems that there was a little bit of noise going on. I didn't have a look to see if it was zeroed in or not. I'm not saying my scales are bang on down to no. the milligram. I could send them off, couldn't I? Is it what's that company called? Yeah. You send your scales off to. Barry sent it. Depends. It depends who they're made by, I suppose. No, there's. A, there's I mean, that's, that's that's why I'm I'm quite a fan of the digitals. I've got the Reuben Heaton digitals, and I've got I've also got the old Fox digital ones as well. Oh, I've you? always been a fan of them. Yeah, always. All oh, right, okay. Then, if that situation has done anything, it's proved that I need more than one set of scales, especially when you catch a, a lump 
like that. Um, yeah, you, I mean, even get, if the fish, even if that fish is forty-five, forty-six pound, it's still a lovely fish. Oh, well, you've seen the pictures, Rob. It, it's it's an yeah. absolute gorgeous chunk. It's dark, isn't it? It's not one yeah. of your favourites, old and gnarly. Um, would you oh, say? No, I do like. I do I like know, that. Listen, in a, in a I love the old and gnarly. There's a few old and gnarly yeah. fish in those pictures, though, isn't there? Yeah, I, I like the old gnarly ones. So do I, mate. So do I. They've been through it. Did you see? Um, so yeah, sorry. That fish there, it's it's a proper slab. It's got shoulders on it. It's got a gut on it. It's got a rudder like no other, and it's got a massive head. It's just an ultimate ultimate fish. Um, so anyone that's thinking about getting down there and aiming for that, uh, you know, I'm not going to walk around the streets and say there's a 51 pounder in there. I'm not going to do it, but you know, it's it's close. It is really close, and it's a day ticket water. So you know, there's not many day ticket waters around. That it's got to say it's got near on 50 pound fish in it, and a few that could go 50 quite yeah. easily. You know, there was a few other. There was three other 40. I think it was 48. Definitely two. Don't quote me on okay. that. Yeah, but yeah, there's some proper. Did you see that blue-looking mirror on that picture that I sent you? No, I don't think I did. There's a mirror carp on. There's a mirror on there. It was. It wasn't mahusive by any means. It's like 25, I think it was 26, and it was like its name is actually blue, and it's like a blue color. Okay. It, it looks like an albino mirror, if that makes any sense, with a blue tinge to it. Um, right. But never seen a fish like that before. Never. But, yeah, so there's some absolutely wonderful fish down there to be caught. Um, I think it's supposed to be going day ticket in April. I don't know if they're going to hit that target or not. Hopefully they will, because, I mean, what are we now? We're the 11th of February today? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. I mean, it's going to fill it back up again, and fish will be back. I mean, the fish are back in the lake now, aren't they, anyway? Yep. so they're all in there. They're all in there. And apparently yeah. a £15 tench come out of there as well. That's a big tench. That is huge. I didn't see it. It wasn't done on the day that I was there. Um, yeah. But there was some big tench that come out of there. There was oh, there was one that must tench. have been about £9 for me. Easy. Tench for me at the moment are a pain in the arse. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I was saying to someone the other day, I said, like, my whole carp fishing career, I've never really caught many tench or bream. And last year, I think I must have had about 45 tench. Really? And, and I've already had four this year. Have you really? Yeah. This I didn't year tell you already, about the tench, did I? Yeah, I didn't tell you about the tench. No, you didn't. Well, you said that. Yeah. When was it? You went the other. Was it the other night that you went yeah. or last week? And you had a tench, but you didn't want to count it. Was that right? Was that the last yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, no, I had. Yeah, I had another few as well. <laughs> did you? You never said nothing. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed about oh, the no, tench, I just, mate. I just forgot about the tench. If you have a bream, then obviously, do you know what? I'll be honest. I had this conversation with someone on Monday. It's just like there was one tench that I see got pulled out of that net, and I was like, oh my god, look at that. Look at the size of that thing. And then I think one guy, one one of the really nice guys that was down there, I can't remember his name, said, yeah, but you don't want it at three o'clock in the morning, do you? And I was just like, well, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. It'd be better than having a brain. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I I probably wouldn't want it at three in the morning. The, 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 the thing is, I mean, if I was bream, if I was tench fishing, sorry, yeah, it'd be brilliant. I'd love it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you when you when you've got your rods out on a spot and it's been difficult to get the rods there or whatever, the last thing you want is a tench. Get your old um, John Wilson Quivertip rods out again, mate. I ain't got any, mate. Have you not? I've got one. No, nah, they, they got stolen. Are oh, you joking? 
No, a few, yeah, years, few years, but I had all my gear nicked and uh, everything went, all my match fishing gear. I've never, ever, never, ever gone back to it. Oh, no. I've got John Wilson quiver tip. I've got both the top sections still. So you got the quiver tip section, didn't you? And then you got the swing tip section. And then like a pound and a quarter test curve, and I've still got mine. I've still got it. Um, but yeah. But whoa, John Wilson quiver tip. You remember those videos? Do you still watch them? They're on YouTube, aren't they? John Wilson was probably my angling hero when I was it, growing up. Do you know what? I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I did watch I did watch a couple of them on YouTube not so long ago, and I must admit I was I was more laughing at them. At the same time, nostalgia is the best thing in the world, anyway. Yeah, but you got to remember, when, uh, when I was a kid, there was nothing on TV, really. Yeah, John Wilson. I remember a TV programme called Screaming Reels. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. I, I used do. to love sitting up to watch Screaming Reels once a week. Was it, it was on main TV. Was it John Wilson was on Channel 4, wasn't it? Every Sunday, I can't, I can't if I remember, remember rightly, um, at about 8 o'clock or something. I can, I, I can remember being at school, and me and my mates, we had, a web, we had one videotape, and on the actual videotape, it had the... Um, Passion for Angling series, series on it. Right, okay. And, and we would just pass it around once a week to each one of us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So we always... Oh, that's another thing. Passion for Angling was the best. Yeah. The best best shows ever. You think about it now. So I used to... Uh, which I've still got. Um, the old VHS videotapes. Oh, yeah. It makes it sound yeah. like it was so long ago now, didn't it? It was long VHS ago. VHS videotape. I know. Um, of um, Andy Little. Oh yeah, yeah. Andy Little, him. He he was the main man. He was like the the. I'm not going to say any. Oh, I'm going to say Daryl Peck, of that time. Um, was he was he the Daryl Peck? Um, yeah, got no, Rod, he, Rod yeah, Hutchinson, no. Kevin Maddox, all they, of them. They old all school. were. They all they were. All, they? they were all old school. And the thing is, was it harder to do what they did at that time rather than us? No, doing what uh, we're doing now. No, they just lived on the bank. And there wasn't many carp anglers. That's what. That's the way I look at it. I mean, I've got lots of respect for these guys. These guys were the bollocks. They were. I mean, but they they were full time anglers. They were, weren't they? And the, the, yeah, the thing is, in one respect as well. I mean, look at the um, the 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 main one back then at that stage, in that era, when you had the Kevin Maddox, the Andy Little, all of them, and they were driving to places like Lake Cassine and. Yeah, um, I think there was a Lake Bled one on there. I think. Um, nah, not not back in them days, surely. I think there was. I, I have to. I have to. I have a look at that. Um, but all those sort of waters, when they've literally just heard through through hearsay that there's some big monstrous carp have been caught, and they've literally put their gear in their in their Civic CV estate or whatever it was. BX one escort. No, Banged that's up it. cars, vans. Oh, mate, and... the best cars. That's what Andy Little had. He had a, a, he had a Citroen BX estate. You know, you know, one where you had the little lever next to your handbrake that made the back suspension go up and down? I do remember them cars. I just wanted, I just wanted, I wanted that car it. just for that. That's all I wanted the car for. Um, and he drew, he drove to Spain and to Lake Cassine and, and went fishing and caught all of these, all of these, all of these 30s. You know, yeah. ridiculous. I don't know if you just heard that noise. Did you just hear that? Noise? I did. I did hear that. Oh, it was someone phoning me. Ridiculous. Ah. Um. But yeah. Um. What an That's achievement right, those guys done back then. And also, something else I wasn't going to say. Quite slightly going off. 
it popped up on eBay yesterday that there's a Rod Hutchinson boily flavouring mix, mulberry and something else. It's up yep. for three hundred and eighty pound. Really? Is it one of is it like an original one now? It's or an original Ron Hutchins mix. Rod Hutchins which is probably uh it's probably gone off. Someone said that to me um yeah. the other day and then I read that as well. I think Daryl Peck done a little bit of a, a talk about it. Um I don't know if you have you joined Cart Fix? Have you have you joined no. that? No. Okay, no. it's, it's it's good. You should have a you should have. A, we could talk about that after. Um, so Daryl Peck now is is shied away from Calder a little bit, and he's set up his own thing called Carp Fix, um, where he's going out fishing and doing a couple of feature films a month. Um, okay, and blah blah blah, and, it, and I think he mentioned it on something on there in the last couple of weeks. I think that um, it was ridiculous. Some there was one bottle that sold for a thousand pound. Of Ron Hutchinson's original boily mix, and then someone said, "Well, don't you realise it's gone off now?" Exactly that. I mean, it's like I say. I mean, I'm quite into my boily making. I make all my own hook baits and stuff, and I've got a lot of flavourings. And they, after a while, they do go off. Yeah. You know that with what they're made with. You know, I could buy, I could get a fresh one from the shelf and smell one of my old ones, and it's just smell completely different. Everything goes off. Everything's got shelf life. I mean, I can't believe I've got That's some right. sand and cement. I've got some cement in bags delivered. You know, the normal cement bags delivered a few weeks yeah. ago that's sitting in my front garden. I couldn't believe yesterday when I walked past them. They've got a, they've got a date on them. They go out of date. Of course they have. It's the same with plastering, mate. Always has a date on it. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I remember the good old days of the old John Wilson and and stuff like that. Yeah. They were they were great when you were back as a kid. But now if you watch them, just not 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 that you're being disrespectful, but they are just funny. I don't know. Maybe just it's also me. another one I, I can't not let go was Matt Hayes as well. I used to watch a lot of Matt Hayes when I was younger. Yeah, Matt Hayes has been around for years, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I was sort of like hope that that Matt Hayes is a nice guy because Apparently you'd want him to be a nice guy. But apparently he is, yeah. We won't we won't get on the subject about meeting your idols in fishing because it's always a bad one. But so yeah. It's uh it's it's it, I do miss those days, I must admit. I do talk to Barry quite a bit about it and uh and well, it's, it's all it's all it's all YouTube videos now, isn't it? That's all it is nowadays. It is. Yeah. Oh see we've got the we got Monster Carp, that's a good show. It is. Yep. That's a good show, it's a good crack, that is. Yeah, no, that's, probably be, that's, that's probably the best show that's been around for a long time. I do, I do fancy. Was it the last Monster Cup they done? Was it they went to Thailand and they fished Gillums? Wasn't it? Is it called Gillums? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You fancy doing a bit of that? Is that a bit of you? Um, well, I'm actually going there for my 40th birthday. You're not. You kept that quiet. Well, no, I just you know, just one of those things. Oh, hang it? on then. When's your 40th birthday? Not this year. Next year. Oh, well, so it's a couple of years away. Yeah. Who's that with the family? Yeah, me and Mrs. and the kids going. Oh, awesome! Yep, hmm. should have said good, that. Mate. We, I think we're going to gonna do. I think we're going to do a week in at Gillam's, and then uh, we're going to do a week somewhere else in Thailand. Obviously, depending on how the world is. Oh, god dear! I just hope it's it's gone by then, mate. I don't. Do you know what? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I, I'd like to think that I I had you know ideas about it and. And it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is, yeah. You can't make any plans. It's like... You can't make you know, any we, plans, mate. We've been speaking constantly about me coming over to France and us to go fishing. It's just, What do we do? 
Hello, you meant to be coming on the twenty second, weren't you? Twenty second of March, mate. Yep. It's just, yep. it's just not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, mate. See, I asked you a couple of weeks ago, and you said, yeah, it's going to happen. I know. I said, I think it's going to happen, again. but yeah, there's other stuff's gone on. It's just not going to happen. It's just, um, it's just an absolute downer. But you know, it's out of our hands. There's nothing really much more we can do about it. And uh, that's right. We just, we just change it to a bit later on in the year, and when it's a bit warmer. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. you know, the summer will be here before we know it. And um, yeah, and then the end of the summer we might be able to do something. I would have hoped that things get better in the summer because it normally does. It's freezing out there at the moment, so normally flus and viruses go mad in the in the winter, don't they? More because yeah. it's, uh, it's cold. But in the summer, you'd hope it sort of perks itself up. But so yeah, anyway, we will well, soon see. We will, we will. Right. So I asked. I've asked a couple of times now, as you know, on the Facebook page for people yep. to send in yep. some things that they want spoken about, or even questions. So, first off, I am, as I got accused, well, not accused, but semi-accused, of uh, being a carp author, which I'm not. It's purely just from our point of view, isn't it, Rob? It doesn't mean it's gospel. It doesn't mean that this is the way to go. It's just purely our view on this situation or certain questions. So, um, there's a couple of questions that have been asked. Um, Paul sent in one. Um, rigs that would be used and how much how differently basically he's asked rigs how much do they change and how differently would they be in the winter to the summer so right go on Rob I'm uh, going to pull the trigger on you mate what's your view on that my rigs my rigs don't change at all mine don't either no it's the same two rigs I've got two rigs I've got a pop up rig and I've got a bottom bait rig so Rob everyone uses the same two rigs throughout his whole carp fishing career. He hasn't changed them. Same hook, nah. same swivel, same bit of Dacron that he's got on there. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still using the old am- amnesia. Nah. <laughs> I, use the, I just use that. I mean, even if the hook's pattern's slightly different, I'll still use the same rig. Go on, are you going to enlighten us? It's just, um, it's not, nothing to it, mate. No knot with, um, I, I'll put a bit of um, tubing on the hook. Down, down the uh, oh, what, to kick the hook. it to kick it over, yeah. Just down the hook, yeah. It's at like sort of like semi blowback, and then I just use a bit of shrink tube, and oh. with about cent- about a centimeter break at the back. Okay, okay. Uh, but I, f- I fish a lot of snowmen, so that's mainly snowmen rigs or a pop up. I just use a like a choddy style hook, right? Um, popped up straight off the bottom. Okay. Or I-, I might every now and again I might use a stiff inch. That is it. Right, so I well, so okay, so with your rigs, any sort of like idea of length that you generally stick to? I try and I like to stick to sort of a six, seven inch, really, but right. I, I have to use a super sharp hook. I don't care if I cast the rig out and I reel back in and it's blunted over. I'll just change the rig. We're gonna we're gonna oh. get on. We're gonna yeah. talk about that after the the sharp hook bit because um yeah, I've got something to tell you. So. So about six inches, and you normally use so dif- different type of rig. You normally use. Do you play around with the hooks generally, or not really? I, t- I tend to like a wide gape. Uh, okay. Sometimes I might use a curve shank, uh, depending on what bait I'm using. So what changes um, your I'm, mind I'm... in regards to what hook you're using, and what does it go on the water on how maybe the the weedy the bottom is? Obviously, of course, it has to, or maybe what bait you're using and how you're presenting it. Because for me. It would all depend on if you're putting a solid bag out there, 
and what yeah. boily See, size I, you're I using. don't really use a solid bag or nothing like that. So, I mean, if I was fishing with a couple of bits of fake maize or, you know, I'd probably use a curve shank. Don't well, know why, I just, I just prefer that, that, that presentation of it. Anything else, it's a wide gate for me, really. It's all about pop-up or anything like that. You generally use a pop-up. A pop-up, a pop-up, I'll use a choddy, like a choddy-style hook. Right, okay. And um, just have a, you know, however high I want it popped up, I'll have the my coating stripped back down down to the shop with a bit of putty around it. So you may use a choddy hook, but you're not necessarily fishing with a choddy rig. Yeah, no, just a hook. Just, just a hook. hook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sort of I've, I've, I've never, I've only, f I've never fished with a chod, mate. Nor have I. I. I have a couple of times, but never ever put my trust and faith. In it. Not that it doesn't work. I know they do, but I've just, I've always had these two rigs that I know work, so I just use them. Do you know what? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm. It's a all about weight. It. It's where you put them in it. That's what it's about. It well, that's the main thing throughout life, mate. Is where you put it. But exactly that. Exactly mate. that, mate. So boom, boom. Um, with the choddy, yeah, I've never fished one. I've never fished with one ever. Okay. And not the, the same thing again is what you just said. You hit the nail on the head. It's not as if I trust it. I love the idea of it. I love the idea of it. And you'd think that you stand more of a chance getting better presentation with that, even if you was casting right into weed, or if you if you weren't, or even if you was casting out and didn't think there was any weed out there, there's more of a chance that that's going to sit on top of the weed once it rests down. But... um. I don't know what it is that puts me off about and maybe for me it's the fact is that your hook link is so much further up your line for me i mean you know everyone's different everyone's different right just personally for me but all right what about this one for, for you what about what style do you use, use a leg clip or, or helicopter uh or running normally it's running all the okay. time with um the old sort of like um what do you call it the old quick release sort of like lead clip so the lead can come off with a little sleeve and it goes over it forgive me i've forgotten the name of it now um generally that i would say 95 percent of the time i'd fish that and do you know what last year i had a lot of success with fishing a ronnie rig with a bottom bait yeah that's, that's another good one and and also with a with a waft on it yep um, but i never had any I've, I've, I've actually i've used that a little bit last year actually not as a pop-up but as a um with with the crank hooks actually, I was um just using that with a with a wafter, with one of my homemade wafters on it. Yeah. That's Your a good fish on that actually. Homemade wafter, check Listen, it out. I might I might roll sell bait sell baits, but I only use my own hook baits. As a as a as a um on my hook, that's it. Good on my man. hair. You did say that before. Yeah. You did say that before. I'm interested to see these baits. They wanna come over wherever the Yeah, you'll you'll like them, mate. Good. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. But yeah, the Ronnie rig. I never even fished any type of pop up or any buoyant bait. Literally, um, I, had a, I had a nice fish on halibut pellet on a on a Ronnie rig. See, so it was bang on the bottom. I was lucky with that. I feel now thinking about it, what I always done before when I fish. I mean, halibut pellet for me is 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 one of the baits that's up there. But I think it works on different waters more than others. Um, yeah, but it's also one of those ones that does. Uh, um, you have to keep checking it every few hours. This is what I was about to say. So this this See, occasion when I had this fish, it just breaks down, don't it? It does. So what I normally do is you've got the old sort of like ridge monkey bucket or whatever the type of bucket that you have always in your swim when you're checking rigs or whatever. I used to wash the fish down, 
Yeah. Um, I normally, when I cast my rig out, I put my rig out with a halibut pellet on. I normally put a pellet in that bucket. So okay. I can keep on going back to check it. So if you go back and check it, the, the temperature, de- depending on what time of the year, is not going to be massively different, I feel, with the water in that bucket to what it is. Depending on how deep you're fishing, of course, I know that. But, you know, I check it in the bucket. So if, if after six hours, seven hours, I go back and check it, and I think, oh, that is really soft. I be- I'm, I'm not confident now. I better reel it in, and I will reel my rigging. And then I either change it or, um, you know, I'll fish something different. But... This one night, I did cut, I did put it out there about six o'clock. It was in the summer. It was really, really hot, and it was in, it was in your neighbourhood. Well, not quite your neighbourhood, but it was in France. So the water was warm, which made it worse. And I left it out there all night, and I had a fish on it at four o'clock in the morning. So I feel that if a fish went over that area to feed, with the current that it was making as it was moving around, I feel that I would have um, not had any anything on my, on my rig, any bait at all. It was just yeah. lucky that it just come up to it, it hoovered it up, and I had it. So I didn't even really give that a fault, and lucky enough, it worked out well for me on that on that trip. Okay. So yeah, I was really really lucky. Then it weren't until literally on, I was actually on my way home, on my way back to the the ferry, that I thought, oh my god, I was really lucky with that because that probably would have crumbled if anything went past that. You know, it was on a hair. Do you so, know what I've got? If, if if you like that, I've got some uh, halibut pellets and a few old halibut boilies from Dynamite Baits, and they have been soaking in um, uh, the halibut bait soak. They're liquid right. for about for about ten years. Really? Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely stink. I bet they do. I bet they do. I bet. Yeah. I, I have actually. They got ain't. Some... Ne- they ain't never breaking down. <laughs> There's um. They're, they're more halibut bait soak than halibut pellet themselves now. Yeah, so exactly. I've actually that, yeah. got some of that. It's in the oil. The oil. That's in. it. That's it. Is that the? Um... It's, I think it's, it's halibut oil or something like that. It was years and years ago. I can't even remember what it is was. It now. NGT. No, no, no. It's way before that. It's, oh, is uh, it? It was it was dynamite. Oh, oh, dynamite. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. cool. That is older, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I bought some of that NGT stuff a couple, uh, well, maybe about a year ago, and. Um, I've soaked some boilies in some of that. You've got the, the normal flavours, Tutti Fruity, Halibut, Scope. I can't even okay. remember what the others were. And um, never, yeah, it makes never, them go. Never, I've never seen it. Have you not? No. Okay, okay. It's, it's something I was playing around with maybe a year ago. So it was, uh, yeah, I had some stuff soaking in that. And now they're like ball bearings that fire out of a musket. I've had those. And uh, yeah, so nothing's breaking them. Nothing's breaking them down. But I don't know how they would be. So I might have to give them a go. Yeah, so rigs, what about... So you you don't change your rigs whatsoever, even if it's winter or summer. Maybe you just change them. So the, the rig that I do like, that I've been fishing with... I might change the length, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. as my fishing goes on, I feel that my rigs are getting shorter. I used to use really short rigs. Like It all depends on what you're fishing over, doesn't it? it does. I mean, I fish over a lot of silty bottoms, so it's difficult. I mean, not silt, but, you know, like... A mixture of clayey, soft bottoms, so that it's just as long as I've got my rig out and it's not obviously covered, then I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do find it. I'm, at the moment I seem to be sort of like four or five inch rigs. I mean, it's winter at the moment. It's totally different. I feel because you're fit. It's different for you because I take it because you're over in France, but over here it's a lot more solid bag fishing. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. So the rigs have to be sort of like pretty short to get in there and get a good bit of presentation. But even even if I'm fishing with the Ronnie rig, even in the summer, I still put a bit of PVA sponge over it, even if I'm fishing a bottom bait on it, because you want it to try and present as best it possibly can. And even, I don't know about you, but even I'll put those PVA nuggets on, um, on the rig as I put them into the PVA bag as yeah. well. Um, Obviously, also this time of year, what is deadly, which a lot of people don't do because they're scared of it, is putting a single out there. Yeah. Single hook bait can be deadly, mate. As long as you're near the fish or you're in with the fish. Exactly. It's the one. Ex- exactly. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go for that method. I think next week. When I mean, I'm... if 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 I went fishing with you, if I come over, I'd I'd probably just use single hook baits. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's gonna be a bit warm by the time you come over, though, isn't it? No, I'm coming over in a couple of weeks. You're coming over in a couple of weeks, are you? I am. Okay. I am. Jolly good. We'll talk about that then. So we're definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll book us on. When I go down to that certain place next week, oh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> You're gonna be going, mate. You're yeah. gonna be going, but no, I, I'm, I'm gonna have a different approach there next week. Where I've been fishing with solid bags, I'm just gonna have a little PVA meshes, maybe with a, a little bit, tiny, tiny bit of bait in there. I know down there that they blow it apart with maggots, like they do with a lot of places this time of year. But do you know yeah, what? Yeah, but that that lake, they're either on it or they ain't. And yeah, by the sounds of it, at the minute they're not on it, so you might as well flick a single out there. Nothing, nothing come out on that day that you had that fish yeah. nothing nothing else come out at all and I don't think for the past couple of weeks before that I think three fish come out it was a couple of 20s and a 42 from what I understand it's just come out but it's a crazy water though that, that place so we need, you're definitely going to be coming down here when you come back all definitely right, okay. so okay. Uh, next question that we got um, oh, yes, we're doing questions. We are doing questions. I love it. I love it. And we I just more. want to say we we are not professional anglers, so you might people might have a complete different view to us, and it, Pete. Uh, well, funny that, isn't it? We've we've yeah. already had that comment already today, uh, yesterday, like I've said already. Yeah. But no, we are not professional anglers, and it's just purely our view. That is it. Um, that's just seeing it from what we see on the bank and the way that we feel it um, feel it on the day and, and just going forward it's, it's pure, purely just our view and how we fish but day ticket waters obviously you're over you're over there but you're coming over here what day ticket waters do you like over over this neck of the woods Rob and what's your sort of like favourite I'm going to be honest with you I couldn't tell you I couldn't answer that question because I don't really fish day ticket waters so it's difficult for me to answer that okay I've always been syndicates. Do you know what I feel? I feel maybe it's changing. There it seems to, I, I think, I'm going to make a prediction that there's going to be a lot more waters going to day ticket um, in the next few years because they can earn more money. Some of, the, some of them can, yeah. But, I mean, back in the day, when I was younger, um, I just got my driving licence and stuff like that. I used to fish um, Winton's. Burgess Hill. I used to go down there quite a bit, fish on the Kingfisher Lake. But it was just so expensive. I don't think it's changed, mate, to be fair. No, I remember it was like 50 quid for 24 hours. Oh, and that's years ago. You know, it's like... We've actually covered me. this. We've actually spoken about this lake on another podcast that we haven't launched. It was one of the three early ones, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Winton's is a uh, a complex that's down in Burgess Hill, which is in is it it. West Sussex. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was really, really weird. So, just indulge me for a sec, because I need to go back over it. So, I was, 
I was with a girl at the time. We was a boyfriend and girlfriend, and she she comes from Burgess Hill, and I was in her parents' house at the time. We was, and I just turned over, and there was fishing on. And funny enough, it was the old main man himself, John Wilson, was fishing Winton's, and that's right, yeah. And he come out and he said, I literally got it as it started. And he's like, I'm fishing Winton's today in East Sussex, which is just north of Hassocks, and da 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 da. And I'm like, hang about, I'm we're right next to Hassocks, and I've turned around and said. Um, to the girl I was with, Sam, her name is, um, where's Winton? She goes, oh, it's just down the bottom of the road here. I'm like, you're having a laugh, in you? We've been together for four years, and you know how bad um, how much I love cart fishing, and you've never said anything. And she was like, normal woman response, well, there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? So she didn't want me to go. Um, so, <laughs> there and then, I fished my cup of tea and left, and, and went down there going, have a look, what a lovely, that is a lovely complex, I'm not going to lie. It's, it it's a, a nice, nice complex. It is. I mean, the only lake that ever interested me really was Kingfisher because obviously the, ma the mallard's full of um, full of uh, catfish and that. I'm not. And Kingfisher had all the forties in it. I think it had eleven forties at the time. Right. So if I, I it. if I remember rightly, wasn't there a bit of a fish kill there? Did you no. hear any? So I heard a story. Well, I don't well, know if I it's know true. Of. I don't know a, if it's a, a, a right. couple of big fish died. But that's right. So that's what I mean. So not a fish kill. So so we get it right in case I get myself in trouble. So what I heard was there was a guy that was fishing it and he made his own bait and he put something in his boilies and in his in his free offerings that he was he was firing out that killed the fish or killed a couple of the big fish from what I heard. I don't know how true that is. But I don't that know, is mate. what I was told. I really don't know. Um and uh, obviously lost... I know a couple of a couple of big ones died. because um, mm. after one guy had been fishing there but I don't know about anything about bait. So you know, you know how it is with hearsay and rumours and all that. It grows exactly. like five arms and legs. So that, I'm just saying what I heard. So we can agree that there was a couple of fish that died um, through one reason or another. God knows what. Um, but yeah, so at the time, I think it, if I remember right, it was it was fifty quid to join, and That's then right, it, yeah. it was like thirty quid for twenty four hours. And we're talking like yeah. ten years ago, which was a lot yeah. of money. Back then. Yeah, but uh, for, for the other lakes, but like I say, Kingfisher was fifty quid, or it was seventy quid <coughs> for the for two nights. So I could never fees the fifty quid. I always had to do two nights, or a lot of the time I'd go down and just do an overnighter, which was thirty quid. Did that a lot. Yeah. Um, you got to think. I'm in my early twenties, and I'm sort of twenty, tw nineteen, twenty years old. How long ago are we talking? Well, I'm thirty eight now. So thirty eight. How long? How long goes that? Yeah, thirty eight, mate. No way on this earth. It's like Neil. I was talking to Neil the other day. He reckons he's younger than me. Behave yourself. Give over. Yeah. There's no I'm way. 30, honestly, I was 19, 20, 21 when I used to fish there. So it's a long time ago. <laughs> God, seems so long ago now, mate. It does, but it yeah, doesn't. Does and since then, I've kind of been on syndicates since then, really. Um, I, you know, I've done a few other day ticket waters, but nothing that, you know. Nothing sort of blew about. your world apart. Yeah, there's there's a couple around near me. You got um, was it Coombe Bank? Have you heard of that one? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. So we we fished. I fished there a couple of times. Is that Sundridge Way? Is it? Yeah. So do you know as you go down um, past Westrum, is it Braisted out that way? And then yep. literally when you when the road opens up a little bit, you go over the M25, don't you? Then you turn right to jump on the A21. But if yeah. you if you don't turn right and you turn left, it's it's round there. 
It's just around the okay. corner from there. Okay. Yep. There's another massive lake there that I spoke to you about, um, which is uh, operated by uh, another angling club, which I've also sent them a message because I want to join that um, and be on their waiting list, which as far as I'm aware I am. So hopefully I might hear something about that. But I haven't okay. got a good record of late of being on waiting list and getting on late. No, um, no, no. I don't know what it's it is. Only, it's, it's only the one, mate. It's only the one. Yeah. There's plenty out there. Who knows? You might get offered a, a summer ticket on there. We will see. We will see. Yeah. But um, Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, Coon Bank, the last time I fished it was a couple of years ago. It was actually a couple of years ago in March. And it was like a swamp down there. Um, so that's just a, that's just a day ticket, yeah? Just that was another a day, day ticket. Coon Bank, lovely looking water. I think I actually fished it. It was like a bit of a Wild West for a few years. Um, I remember fishing it three or four times and no one run it. And there was just random people turning up. People driving their cars literally right up to their swim. Um, I did um, have the same uh, issue. Well, not issue there. There was there was someone. There was one guy there who drove his car right up to the swim, and uh, and ended up um, getting bogged down in mud. Um, and he had to be towed out. But I was in Milan Road at the time. But yeah, so it was it was it was proper like the Wild West for for a long old time where people just it weren't getting sort of like um what's the word? It wasn't getting run. It wasn't getting monitored. It wasn't being controlled, and and no one knew what was in it. And this lake's got steeped in history. I think it's like five hundred year olds. This lake is, um, and it must hold big fish. And it's it's proving that it does. There's slowly but surely. I don't think there's a massive amount of fish in there. Have have they not stocked it? Uh, I don't, I don't know, just... mate. I don't know. There is, there is okay. a Facebook page for it, but I haven't keeping tabs on it to be, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but the guy who's running it, forgive me, I'm forgetting his name now. But he's, the times I've spoken to him and gone down, he's a very nice guy, and he's, he spent money down there. He's put a big fence up, a big gate up. You know, everything's controlled now. The lake is lovely. It's, it's proper oldy looking lake, um, with loads and loads of features, and he's, he's, he's doing a good job down there. So good luck. I'm, I may need to go down there and. Go and do something again. Maybe it's something that me and you could fish at some point. Well, we can well, go down there and give it a well, go. Yeah, I, I normally like to let these places mature a bit, like especially once someone's been looking after it. I like to give it sort of ten years or so. Yeah, well, this is five hundred years old, so I think it's matured. Yeah, no, the lake definitely has. <laughs> I think we're right. Like yeah, is it, this this like the fish ain't that old, eh? No, 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 no. Whatever. Well, you like the proper old gnarly ones. No, mate. I do like the old. I do, but not. Yeah, I do. You do. You do. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I went down there, um, he just dug some drainage in. So it was a bit boggy and um, it was proper rainy, sort of like 24, 48 hours. And I remember I had to dig a channel with one of my bank sticks through the middle of my bivy to let the water go down. Oh, it was, oh, nice. it was Yeah, it, was, it wasn't one of the best ones, I'll be honest. But yeah, okay, so there's that cool. one. Um, I'm trying to think of some other day ticket water that are about. I mean, you got... Um, What's the other one? Beavers, which is in East Green. Did they just restock that? Did you, do you, do you follow up much on the social nope, media on that side? No, nothing at all, mate. Nothing at they all. They just restocked that's... that and put some lovely fish in there. I don't know where they come from, but proper some scaly bangers in there. And I think one of them come out last week at twenty-seven pound. One of the the scaly bangers that they stocked, I think it was last year. So it's put some weight on already. So okay, yeah. Yeah, I've fished beavers a few times, uh, so good luck to them. Day ticket, I've done, I've done, a, I've done uh, Farlows. I've done Farlows. See, I've never uh, fished Farlows, and I'm going there this year. I'm gonna go. And uh, if that's a be, that's a very busy fishery, mate. I went, we just went up there because it was a little social thing. But I fished a, a swim called the end of the arm. So basically, you're out on this little arm, but there's no one near you, so you're you're all right. Is that the one 
where you go past like, like the the bailiff's hut, no. and it's it's not okay. Right, I'll just shut up. No. Go on, carry no. on. But I, I I did all right. I had about eight fish in two yeah. nights. Yeah. Um, What's all A year's uh, up to just under thirty pound actually. Beautiful. Yeah, I actually thought it was a thirty, but it weren't. Just under thirty pound. Um, years and years ago, uh, I took the missus. We went to Fulbley with me mate. Another place years I ago. fished. And another time I went there, I took my daughter. And she was quite young at the time, and I think we had forty-two fish in forty-two in twenty-four hours. What Fulbley? Yeah, forty-two fish in twenty-four hours. They. There's something's gone on there now. It's not like it used to be. From what, and I see fish, I see pictures of younger-looking fish now. So, um, wow. it's not my sort of place. It's just when I took my daughter there, I thought I'd be brilliant. She like she wanted to do night fishing, so we we'll go down there. We might catch a few fish. I mean, she caught one. Her biggest was seventeen pound as well. You know, at the time, I think at the time I think she was about eight, and she's sixteen now. So, okay, yeah. Okay. That's probably like, I've seen it there. once. I've been there because I was I was. In a meeting once, and it was just around it's the corner. Good. I think it's pretty good if you want to go and have a few bites. Yeah, um, that but is the I day. They did have some kind of disease in there, and I do think there's a lot of fish. I'm not saying that they have, but rumours that a lot of the fish died. But they, they obviously the fishery says it didn't happen, so you can't say it did. But there's then after that, it was a lot of pictures of <coughs> of new fish. Yeah, you know, new stocky fish. So there was, you know, but. Who knows? Do you know what, mate? The the problem is with with social media. You don't know what is true and what's not. Unless I, I don't believe anything unless I see That's it right. yourself. And you just it's go like reading something it. in the newspaper, isn't it? Oh, don't even get me started. on You that. don't know what's true and what's not true. Don't even get me started on that. But yeah, Fulbley. See, when I went there to go and have a look, um, I it seemed to be quite busy, and it was it was in June. Mega busy, time. mate. Yeah, it mega, was. Mega 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 busy. It was really really busy. That was that. Um, I mean, you you. You, you cast out in your swim, which is you'll be like fishing straight in front of you, and the guy next door might come and go, mate, you're fishing over my swim, over my spots, and I'll be like, what are you talking about? And you, you go into his swim, and it looks like you're you're fishing in front of his swim. It's like that. It's yeah, it's a weird. It seems it's a big old place, but you don't seem to have a lot of water. It's weird, isn't it? You don't get any. I mean, it's definitely not for me. It was just I've been there a couple of times. Do you know what it reminds me of when I went to go and have a look at it? The early days of fishing that lake in in Tunbridge Wells called Frant. I've never been there. Never even seen it. So, Frant, back in the day, looked like there was like a, a woodland that they've just filled up with water. Okay. There was trees, and it was literally, it looks like they've just dug channels in and around the trees in a field that's full of trees at the bottom of a valley, and they've put loads of fish in it. It was, thinking about it now, it was those those sort of water. I'd love to go and fish a massive sort of like complex it's it's a bit like a, a lake that we've mentioned a few times before that's down the road from me um that I tried to get onto. Here we go. That one. Um What one? The the one that you tried to get me on. Uh you can't mention oh. it, mate. I know oh, no, I can, but I just found it's funny that if I don't mention it you just go straight in there and mention it. I'm gonna so, let you do it. Go oh, okay, I'll do it today. So Mercer's so I, I went I down wouldn't, some... I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> have said that, mate. <laughs> So down there, especially that swim, um, what's it called? The is it called the the winch swim or something or the beach? What's oh, it I, I don't. The, I, I don't know what they've named the swims now. They obviously the the old swims aren't there anymore. So right. So if you go past, 
uh, where that car park oh, used to be. Are you talking be. about the one right at the end, the swim right at the end? No, it's not right at the end. It's like halfway. Oh, okay. So there's a swim there. And then if you look, as you go in the swim, the swims there are massive, as you know. They're lovely swims. That's a proper Jurassic Park water for me, that place. And it's where the water levels have come up so high, or even higher. Correct me if I'm wrong, wrong, Rob. But on the, there's a part there that's that's um, roped off, which is like out of bounds. And it's yeah. literally got big old tree trunks coming out of it that have been cut. That, that used to be, you're talking opposite that swim, on the other side of the lake there. No, I'm on about no. the uh, the houseboat side. That the, okay. the, the sailing office. So if you come out the sailing yeah. office, the sailing office is like in a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a channel, but it's in a, it's in a thinner part of the lake. That's and right. Then, so yeah. if you come round and go follow the way that you come in and go out, so just yeah. before you go out the gate onto the main road, there's a gate yeah. there which you can walk down to the swim. That's there. right, because that that used to be swim five, and then it'd be then it'd go from five to seven, then to eleven, then it went down to the open bank. Yep. Um. Then it had a big double, and then it go around to the pipes. That's right. And then it would go around to the other side, which was seventy eight, eighty nine, and it used to go around like that. Right. Okay. Then it'd go around to A and B, and then you had the point, which was completely opposite side to that. Yep. Um, but that's peg five, obviously, all up the side of the peg five. Um, you used to be able to walk all the way around the side of that, but obviously now it's it's just like a jungle to the right of that. Yeah. And the, so fish, the fish get in there big time. Oh, you know that. You know that. So it was. There's also. It's, go on, mate. Sorry. No, go on. Go on, carry on. What are you saying? There's also a part on the other side of the lake where the point was, uh, which is like it was it was like the nature reserve part of it. Um, and you go there in the summer. I just used to go up there, climb, climb up the tree, and I'd just watch the fish for hours, just there's, pick, pick, just picking them out. Yeah, there's when from when I was, I've only looked on that side. I haven't been around to the other side. But if you go right down to the other end of the lake, it looks, it looks like it's more like that, like Jurassic Park, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the other side, the other end of the lake is a lot, lot deeper. Yeah, it's really, it's really deep, deep the other end. I know yeah. it's a deep water, but yeah. So front, front was like that. Um, I haven't been back to Frank for years, so I don't know what it's like now. But that's what it was like, and it was it was. Pro I'd, I'd love to go and fish a big water with that type of fishing. I, that really intrigues me. That does with with the major major snakes everywhere. Yeah, um, like I mean, like I said, with with, with the Mercers, it was a bait water. Yeah, because there wasn't many. There's no many, not many features out there. It was a bait water, mate. It's just like sand pit. It's an old sand pit. Um. So I, I had a Your phone call today from someone we both know, Jim, Jimmy D, from oh, where yeah. we grew up. Um, and he mentioned he mentioned Mercer's, and he was like, "I want to join it. I want to join it." He said he knows um, a certain Peter who's part of it. Did, is that the guy that you know? Who? Bolton, Peter Bolton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Pete. Yeah. So he he knows him, and he said, "I'm going to tap Peter up and get me on there." And I was just like, "Mate, you'll be lucky if you if you get on there." And it's easy. I'm going to have the ump because I tried to get on there. I know two people asking for me. So it must be the fact is what Rob said to me the last time we spoke about it. It's because I'm short and bald is the reason why I didn't get on there. Well, yeah. You're, Shut you're it. also reminded him of someone else. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah. There used to be a guy on there called Rob the Robber. <laughs> and he looks a bit like you, mate. He must have thought, fuck you now. <laughs> that blagged every fish out of there. A bit like Tom Maker yeah. scenario. No, Gets no, no. He, he definitely didn't blag any fish out of there. It was just... Uh, <laughs> they, they were down for a piss-up. How funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Really interesting. So yeah. there used to be a there used to be a couple of the old down there that were just um, one of them's died now. A guy called Ronnie Ingrams. He was. Uh, I remember Ronnie Ingrams. Yeah, he used to be a member there, and he he was a bloody nightmare. 
Nice was guy, it? but he was a night. Oh, you could hear him from anywhere on the lake. You could hear him. Do you, you know, it's do a fifty-acre lake. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, you just reminded me about something. So last week when I went, when Barry had that fish, there was three guys on the. Do you know what? I can't. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I don't know. But there was three guys that were. I don't know if all of them were fishing. There must have been right in the corner as you drive in to that place. Yeah, but yeah, because you're not allowed to have a guest down there, are you? So they must no. have been. So they must have been fishing. And oh my god, I thought it was. So Robert Humphreys went. Yeah, yep. Rob, who was on the last podcast, bless him. We we'll have to get him back. He was he was funny. Um, on the, on the next couple of episodes, maybe. But um, yeah, he no, was definitely fishing. he was a good laugh. He was a good laugh. So he was fishing, but he was on the opposite side. And I know that there was a guy fishing next to him, and I thought it was him. And I sent him a WhatsApp. It was about eleven o'clock, and I just basically said, "Rob, who are you talking to? I can hear you from here. Shut the fuck up. I can hear you laughing. You're supposed to be fishing." You noddy, and it weren't him. It was three other guys that was in the corner. The first swim as you drive in. Oh yeah, my no, god, yeah. mate! Were they making some noise and laughing? And you could just hear them. Oh, one of them was on the phone. Oh, to get, come down here, come do half day. Tell him that I'm here and you, you'll get in. Oh, shut up! I'm just turning to Victor Meldrew now. But yeah, so what was we talking about? We were talking about Frank, weren't we? Frank. So Frank. Yeah, I don't know what it's like now. I need to go and have a look at that place. It was. It, Never, like I said, never seen it. Okay, maybe have never. a Google, mate. Have a Google of it. I think it's totally different now from the last time I looked. But there was, um, there's a couple, there's a, there's a few day ticket waters around, so they're well worth some of them, are well worth having a look. But it's, it's that normal day ticket water that advertiser says that they've got this fishing, this fishing. I mean, can you really believe it? You can't. You can only go buy pictures that have been caught. I'll, t- I'll tell you what's a good day ticket water, which I've done a couple of trips on, like I say, is Sandhurst. This is another water that I haven't fished. That's a good day ticket water. You should go out there, mate. Never go out that. Maybe that'd be the one we go on then. Yeah, so I won't get you to the other one. Will especially, I? it's definitely good for a few bites in a day as well. Yeah. Definitely, right. yeah. Well, so, well worth doing a day trip up there. Question is, are you bringing your fishing gear with you when you come over? No. Well, how can we go fishing then? What I can do, I can bring my bag, and uh, I'll, I'll borrow some rods. I'm and sure I've bits. got some rods somewhere, mate. We can have. So a, I can borrow some anyway. I've got. We can yeah. we can have a figure out as well on what we're going to do. But yeah, so there's some water to aim for. That Sandhurst is not one that I've ever fished. Um, yeah, but it's well, one that I've read well, about. Well worth a crack of. Yeah, um, but the other thing I was going to mention to you, um, there is another venue which is I'm not going to say the name because I'm going to talk to you about it later on. Purely, I will say the name after if I'm lucky enough to get booked on. There's a certain venue that is probably a holy grail in for every carp angler. I don't think there's one carp angler. Well, if you don't know about this complex, then there's there's something wrong with you. But there's there's a complex that literally is opening up for uh, lake exclusives only. It's not a club water, it's not a syndicate, and it's not a day ticket. It's opening up. It's a world famous sort of like well, say world famous. It's a proper famous water in regards to carp fishing. Um, and we're trying to get on there, and the lines open this month on the twenty eighth of February. Um, and we're going to phone up and book up. So I have to let you know, Rob, what. Where is it? Gonna, I'm just going to say Redmere. Oh, really? The, yeah, the Redmere is opening its doors i think it's been doing it for a while it's been there um, for a long time 
Long yeah, time. I think I've, they have. I think yeah. they have. It's, there's nothing big in there, though, mate, unless you're just going to fish it for the fact of being able to fish Redmire. I, I don't even know what's in there. I don't think there's nothing massive in there um, from what I've read, but it's it's Redmere, isn't it? Redmire. Red, is it Redmere or Redmire? What, Red, Redmire. Redmire. Okay, I want to call it Redmire. So Redmire. Or whatever, Redmire, whatever you want to call it. Stooped in history. Mega, mega history. Um, it is, it is. So, you know, what am I paying for? Am I paying? The fact is that I can put my bivvy up and put my rods in the water and hopefully catch a fish from there. I think that's it's what you're more paying for. That. That's what I'm paying for, isn't that's it? I'm it, not. Yeah. I'm not going to get any chunks. But then again, you never know. Someone might be lucky and have an absolute unit that's out yeah. of there. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. So that's that's going to be a free night trip. Um, ah, so this year, get away in it. It's a nice get away. It if is. You can get on there. It is. And how many people do you know that have fished it? Uh, a few, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. Oh, no, I thought yeah. I was making myself sound good there. Obviously, oh, sorry, not. mate. So yeah, yeah but we'll we'll have a talk when you um when you come over in the next couple of weeks. So it's yeah. I, I cannot I cannot wait for this to listen to it and see how much better it's going to sound. So I'm sure this is going to be the new norm for us. We're going to be getting some guests on. I think. What do you reckon, Rob, for next week? We're going to get a guest on. What about um, Darren, UK Bates? Mr. Darren. He's actually called... So, do you know about half hour ago when you heard my phone ring? Yeah. That was Darren ringing me. Bless him. Um, okay. So I've cut He's him just off. ringing you up to say that his radio is not working. So <laughs> he won't tell me that. There's no one here that radio ain't working because I put it in. Don't start getting yeah. all gangster again. Um, so why don't we get Darren on next week? Yep, okay. I know he wants to come on. Yeah, um, cool. I just need to... We need to talk to Nathan to see how we're going to do it because it seems um, the best way is having something to do with some sort of technology connected to Apple which makes us sound a lot better. So I'll, I'll talk to um, I'll talk to him to find out, but we'll, we'll figure it out. So Darren... As you know, Rob, because I've spoken to you about Darren a lot, he's the most upfront, honest guy you're ever going to meet. This, I feel if we get him on, it's going to be insanely hilarious. It's probably going to be more funny for people that know him rather than people that don't. Um, okay. I've already told this story already. We've already spoke about it about the first day I met him. Um, so everyone listen to past podcasts and you can get that part of the story. So Darren is the owner and the boss of UK Bait Company. And do you know what? He's the type of... Oh, mate, am I going to sound a little bit cheesy now? I'm not putting my tongue up his ass because I wouldn't dare do that. But he's the type of guy that I'd rather be around um, any day of the week because um, he's so upfront and honest. And anything you ask him, he will give Pete, you an honest Pete, opinion. Pete, 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 one second, mate. I'm just going to grab the bottom of your legs, mate. Shut up. Pull you out. Um... And I'm not just saying that because I'm connected to the company. I would say that anyway. So I wonder what he's going to say there, Rob. I thought he was going to say someone's at the door. The, the dinner's ready. Or oh, my casserole's burning. What are you cooking today, then? Um, I don't, I'm not sure yet, Pete, to be fair. No? It'll be, something, it'll be something a la carte, you know what I mean? A la carte. Yeah, it'll probably be like an 18 mini taster menu or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I've got? I mean, I've got choosy sort of like things. So I've got... Trizzo sausage, different cheeses, some crackers, yeah. some nice bread, that sort of thing, pickles, all of that tonight. Okay, so nice. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, that will be good. So yeah, so we get Darren on next week. So we get Darren on. 
Yeah, if, he, if he's up for it, why Oh, not? mate, he's well up for if it. He'll do as he's told. He, 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 do you know what? The old shithead will do as he's told. He will all be coming on. So um, I'm going to be in trouble now. But yeah, we'll we're, we're get him on. So we've got Barry wants to come on. Um, we've got Paul who wants to come on. Do you remember? Do you know Paul Miller? Right, okay. No. He's he's on the group chat and he's on the Facebook page, Paul. Okay. Um, he wants to come on as well. So we've got a few people that want to come on, um, which is great. So also, ha- everyone, have a look out for... There's going to be some video footage that's going to be launched on the Carp Geezer Facebook page um, after we uh, get it edited. I'm going to be talking to Nathan about doing that. Um, also, oh, the gendarme... Can you hear that, can you? I can hear that very well, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, going to be awesome. There, there that's going to be on yours as well. I'm going to tell there, Nathan to keep that in. <laughs> there is no double glazing on my property. That mate. just proves. So everyone that's listening, like, oh, I don't believe he's in France. There you go. So what he does is done, brought a French police car and made the siren yeah. go off in the background. So how yeah. funny is that? How funny is that? They probably knew that you thought you was going fishing next week or something. I, yeah, that's they're it. Probably, probably on me. I'll tell you what, if, if if it wasn't that cold at the moment, I probably would have been fishing this week. You and me both, I, mate. But I just don't see the point going to do two nights um, to freeze my nuts off. It's all right, I'm just getting so. a bit old for that. I know, it is, it, it, it is cold, mate. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I don't is. fancy sitting out there at minus six because, you know, you can wake up in the morning and the lake's frozen over. Yeah, exactly. So... But of a night time, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing below minus four. It's been minus four, five, six. It's just no point, mate, at the moment. I'll wait for it to warm up again. Have a good couple of weeks of warm weather. Yep. Yep, I'm so, sure. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it to change. I'll so. definitely I'll definitely go fishing before I come back to the UK. But then, obviously, when I get back, it'll be full fishing mode. Okay. But definitely try and yeah. go when you're back. Obviously, you've got another task to do that we need to talk about when you get over yes. there. Yes. I'm thinking about doing yours first, actually. That's all right. Okay. That's fine, mate. That's fine. We'll talk about that, mate. So. No problem. Perfect. Well, Rob, I appreciate you, as always. Um, no worries. Coming on. So, what we will do, we will carry on and do a series, episode, series? episode five next Thursday. Yep. Um, so it's Thursday today, so we'll get Nathan to edit this and we'll probably launch it tomorrow. Um, it's probably going to take a little bit of time, but yeah, great. I really appreciate you, Rob. And then we will get the other information out. So everyone, please send us some some topics that you want us to talk about and even your past experiences and even some fishing stories. That's what it's about. We we want to, don't we, Rob? We want to we want to yeah. read people's stories and their and they're sort of like um you know experiences on the bank of certain situations. Um, no matter any, what any it little be. ghosty stories, anything strange has happened while you you're fishing. What is it ghosty stories? You said no, this I, before. I don't believe in ghosts, but like in, in anything uh, strange has happened here while you're fishing. What was it that time you told me you would fish a certain lake and you shut yourself all yeah. night? Yeah, I did, but I, I still don't believe. I, I'm a very I'm very skeptic. Have we spoken about that on here yet? I don't think we have actually. Right, so next week we're going to talk about it. See what Darren's yeah, got to say about that. that. That's going to be story. hilarious. Yeah. That is, we will yeah. talk about that next week. So everyone, yeah, send your stories in, and if you've got some ghosty stories, but Rob, your admin as well on the Facebook page, mate. Put it up there. I am. Get start 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 getting it out there, and then um, hopefully everyone will sort of start putting some um, some stuff in. So ghosty stories, experiences on the bank, and even your. You know, like I said earlier on in this in this cast, um, you know, Barry's been waiting so long for that type of fish. 
um, for that weight, and he and he had a little bottle of that Glen Phillip that he had. Things yeah, like well, that. I, I, I might um, I might have a little toast to him next next week as well. I might have a little bottle of whiskey myself. <laughs> well, I've already ordered. Do you <laughs> not, know what? He's not, started not too a much, craze though. now. Not He's, too much. He has started a craze now. I feel, especially with me, say a craze with me. I've ordered. Um, some of that but I can only get four bottles so hopefully I'm going to break my PB four times now so that'd be nice so um, I've ordered some of them but yeah so stories on the bank any nice stories and fishing fishing experiences out with your children or whatever with your family some random experiences anything you're told just, just write into yeah. us you can email us at the email addresses that I gave earlier on or you can message through the uh, anchor app that we make this podcast live with you can message through that or you can go on the facebook page um yet again I've, everything I've, I've actually got a few couple of good stories actually have you to tell you about on the bank not that's happened to me but that's happened to other people the more so i may- think about it the more stories i can think about in my head actually maybe next week we do darren the week after that we do the stories that's happened on the bank yeah, i think that would be do um, darren yeah. next week yeah we're gonna get darren done um, All right. So yeah. So carp geezers, don't forget, is spelt C A R P G E E Z E E R S. So if you spell it that way or Google it that way, you won't have any problems in finding us whatsoever. So everything in the beginning of the part of this podcast is spelt out for you, like with the email address and the carp geezer Facebook page. So write in and send us in your stories and your experiences. That we would love to hear them, and maybe exactly we'll do that. like a a story of the month or something like that, or Could even do. and also uh, your catches as well. So the Carp Geezer Facebook page is attached to it, and mate, we, we spoke about this before, Rob. We're going to change the profile picture and maybe put catch of the month up uh, and things okay. like that. You know, I'll, I'll okay. be, it'd be lovely if we can get to a stage where we could give a prize out. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get to that stage. Well, we can, we can always, start doing We can that. always give a prize out, Pete. Yeah, I suppose we just, could. Just post someone some air. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, right. they're, they're, that's really g them up to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> but there maybe maybe win, I can send them some boilies or something. So it, it come out of yeah. my quota, but you know I don't mind doing that if it's going to start getting start getting some traction. So yeah, we can we can have a sort out. So yeah, send us in all your info, everyone. So Rob, thank you, buddy. Um, no worries, mate. I really appreciate Pleasure, it. So always. we will be back on the air next week with another podcast with a guest, Darren from UK Baits. And like I said before, anyone that fancies coming on the podcast, please send us a message. We'd love to hear what you want to talk about and uh, and uh, why you want to come on. So, yeah, great. Rob? Top stuff. Appreciate all it, right, mate. Pete. You have no a lovely worries, evening, mate. mate yeah. And I will talk to you no I'm going to cook the dinner now. So, all right, mate. Speak to you soon. Take care, buddy. Tell mate. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, mate.